This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Scraps. He likes ferrets. He does like fer- I wonder. I wonder if we got to get him like, if he wants like a ferret as a as a pet one day. What if we sent him a ferret? What's not? I, I don't like sending people pets. That's, that's all a bad recipe. Hey, Jeremy. Put your headphones on. There you go. Come on. J- Jeremy, I have a great idea. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right, which one goes on top? <laughs> Damn it. He's what? not even listening to us. You got an idea? What? Chris didn't like it, but I, I, I said that we should send a live ferret to Jamal Williams. I don't think he would get it. <laughs> well, he called. He said Ryan has ferrets in the closet. Right. And then we and made a connection you. that I'm the purring ferret. Right. But like, so he's I got think a thing he's really ferrets. into ferrets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not a weird thing. It's not a weird thing about it's not ferrets. A weird thing. He just likes ferrets. He just likes ferrets, okay? Why are you going all Tim Robinson right now? Well, because I just watched. You guys finally got me to watch the first few episodes. So I think you should leave. So. If you give me a bad deal. Well, here we go. Here's here's a great question. I so one of the guys. Popcorn. Get go me ahead. get me on the bingo card here. I had this discussion on a Sunday morning show, the Jason Martin show. Um, Jason Martin, up until past the past week had not seen the first Godfather movie. He hasn't seen any of the Godfather movies. And it kind of got a, he got us into a discussion of what's on your wall of shame that like you haven't seen this movie or you haven't watched this TV show that everyone else has gone crazy for. Um, spoiler alert, I have a terrible track record with literally everything on TV. I haven't seen The Wire. I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I haven't seen uh, Better Call Saul. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I saw a little bit of Sopranos way back in the day, but that's really. There's probably some other big TV shows I haven't seen. Whoa, hold on. Do we get to revoke your Italian card for that? No, no, I said I've seen some of Sopranos. Oh, you haven't seen all of it. I'm not. Yeah, because I didn't have a full HBO. I didn't I didn't have ready access to HBO back then, Ryan. You had to actually get H. You had to actually order and get the cable packages that would get you HBO. Hey, but now you do. So you can go check out Eric Mangini. But it's so it's so hard. It's harder to go back and catch up on a TV show that you've missed. Right. Uh, Especially since every episode is an hour long now. Okay, so that's the other thing, too, is about like commitment. And it's like commitment to get your foot in the door. I understand like anybody who hasn't seen The Godfather. That's a it's a three hour commitment. Yeah, that's a huge. That's, commitment. That's you only, can watch still only three hours. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's in one you, sitting. Yes. Yes. You can watch you can watch the entirety of I think you should leave. And it would Jesus, be less time than The Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. What's on your wall of shame then? What what have you not seen that you probably mm. should have seen? Oh, I have one. The Big Lebowski. Ooh, really? That is yeah. a good answer there. That is a good. You would like the Big Lebowski. I, 
see, that's the thing that bothers me so much is that like if I do have a wall of shame thing, it was the same thing with like the, the Bo Burnham special. And I told this to Jeremy, like I dig my heels in and I'm like, I'm not going to watch it because everybody's telling me to watch it. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to find reasons why I don't like it. That's what I'm that's me with TV series, man. I call that hipster brain. Yeah. Every time there is something big and everyone's just flooding the zone and telling you, you'd love it. You'd love it. You'd love it. You hit this point in your brain where you're just like, no, F you guys. I'm not going to watch it. And if I do watch it, I'll hate it. Yep. That's good. It's a good way of putting it. Jeremy, what's on your wall of shame? I'm trying to think like I, I don't I don't have that same phenomenon as you guys, but there are some like I feel like sports movies i don't watch at all i've never seen rudy i've never seen field of dreams i've never seen i'm like hoosiers i hate sports movies i do too they're they're so melodramatic i hate them yes have you seen slapshot though i have see if it's a comedy no slapshot so i haven't seen goon but i have seen slapshot because i like i like um uh paul newman paul newman is one of the best actors of all time i love paul newman yeah, that movie, probably if I were to watch it now, would not stand up so well. Not something. I mean, I enjoy it, but I'm never going to repeat a single line from that movie. Let's just say that. Probably not. Probably not. You haven't seen Especially, Raging Bull? I don't think I've seen the original oh, Rocky. Raging Bull's really good. <laughs> well, I have seen Space Jam and now I've also seen Space Jam 2 and I wish I hadn't. Don't say anything because I want to see Space Jam 2. I can I just I, I it's not a spoiler, but can I just say this? Sure. I am shocked LeBron James agreed to the script for the first 25 minutes of this movie. Because it makes him look like. Such an a-hole. It, it, it and yes, he's he's been an a-hole. He's been portrayed as an a-hole, but this is like an a-hole father kind of thing. And it's not only that, it's so cartoonishly a-hole in that he might as well be the coach for the villain team in any Mighty Ducks movie. That basketball is his whole life. The only thing that matters is basketball. You've got to, you know, preparation starts off the court, give 120 percent. It's it's all there. And even if you take it, that's the starting point for his growth in the movie. It also throws his mother and his high school coach under the bus, too because his mother is portrayed as absent and his high school coach is the one who basically drills him into becoming the mighty ducks villain coach. Hmm. No spoilers. No, that's, that's it. That's the start of the movie. Also, he th- also one spoiler. He throws away a fucking game boy within the first couple minutes after one prep talk to a, uh, from his, from his coach, a, a, a game boy that his friend just gave him in 1990. I know it's not new in 1998, but like, that offended me because that costs money. You could probably resell that secondhand. Is it an original Game Boy? Yes. All right, I'm not watching the movie. That's that's abuse. <laughs> that's where Jeremy's drawing the line. Everything else is fine. Yeah. Like having, I, I, having characters from freaking uh, Clockwork Orange in the crowd. That's OK with me in a kid's movie. Yeah. Throwing like, oh, away a, a, a classic Game Boy. Not OK. What what would you do, Ryan, if if you if your kid watches Space Jam 2, they point to you and it's like, Dad, like, you know, hey, who's who are who are those? And it's the Droogs in Clockwork Orange. Like, how do you even explain that to them? You don't. Right. Like, no, just I don't know. 
You just say, I don't know. Who are those funny men in, in, in long underwear and bowler hats? Bad people. <laughs> but what did they do to be bad, Ryan? They did bad stuff that I hope you never have to see. <laughs> All right. Do, do, do we want to list cast the worst and the worst Twitters. Twitter categories? Yeah. And I think I can go way out in left field on these. So. Oh, yeah. Chris's list scary. is going to be really weird. He, he listed four. We could go beyond. I suppose you can go beyond that if you want. He listed NBA, I NFL, mean, politics and media. One for a bullet, the one Twitter you should never step into is Young Adult Lit. Never go with Young Adult Lit Twitter. My like, question is, how did you find Young Adult Lit? Sometimes people screenshot. No, no. Some people, I follow people who screenshot the drama that comes from there. It is people shrieking death upon other writers nonstop using their it. I'm dead serious. People use their fandoms to like attack other writers. These are psychotic people who write these novels. Just utterly psycho, like 30, 40 year old women at home who have way too much money, who have just decided that they just want to be mean girls nonstop and are just attacking everyone. Like, remember, remember, there was that one woman at like a university who who said young adult novels like, you know, Harry Potter, they're cool, but they're not actual real literature. And you had 30 fucking YA writers come in and call her a misogynist and drove her at, like forced her to make the university make her apologize. They're evil people. I don't I know. Think young, I think young adults in general are. Yeah, because yeah. they're very number opinionated two. and stupid. Yeah, well, it's, it's not even young. It's not even young yeah. adults. It's like adult fans of young adult literature. <laughs> it's like they're there. So that's arrest development adults, too. So, number so two I, is, yeah, go on. I, I was just going to say real quick. That's one of the um, it, it's one of the murky areas of being an English teacher in high school is that there's there's almost this push, like every single opportunity I have for professional development, it seems like it's always focused and geared towards like, oh, like, especially with English, it's like, how can you incorporate young adult novels into your into your curriculum? And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Absolutely yeah, half not. Those, half and there's so many to also try to cancel like traditional traditional course stuff. It's like, how dare you, you know, read um, Catcher in the Rye? Like that's problematic. Yeah. That's 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 problematic. That's doing a racism. That's doing a, a sexism. That's doing a not growth. Well, there was literally so one of the one of the developments uh, that I went to, their whole spiel was how can you replace canonical literature with like these other like young adult novels that do the same exact thing as these other novels? I was like, if they did the same exact thing, they would be replacing them. <laughs> like. Yeah. But there's this like in, in English circles, it's like, oh, yeah, like over summer break, what young adult novels did you read? And I was like, I read zero because I'm not interested. Like, I don't know. It, it just doesn't. I don't know. I want to foster reading. But like, I think with with so many teachers, it's so. It's so prescriptivist where they're like, well, you have to be reading a novel in order to be reading. It's like, no, like you can. I what if a kid's reading what what if he's got a subscription to the athletic and he's reading articles like it's still reading like 
Yeah, I just also too most YA lit is just it's not deep. I'm sorry. Like I'm tired of it's it's another it's another story about you know some some teen without their parents, you know, rising up against a dystopian society. Like that's all. So, so Batman. Um Quirty yeah. Aaron says to be fair, Catcher in the Rye is mid anyways. Kinda, kinda, but the point is like you're we all go through the same book though, right? Yeah, yeah. It, right, it's yeah. there there's that. I mean, although granted, I, I know what you mean because I think for my AP English, we actually got to like pick out a bunch of movies in high school. And I think I ended up watching The Deer Hunter over summer. Yeah, I I I'm gonna clip this whole rant about young adult literature. Please don't. And, and send it to, to J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she can she can fuck off that turf. <laughs> um, I was going to say, it's never a yeah. good thing. Sometimes it's never a good thing. Sometimes it's it's yeah. not a good idea generally to have students just pick whatever they want to read, because when I was a senior in high school, I was like, oh, I was all obsessed with Christian Bale because I was into, you know, Batman and superheroes. So I read American Psycho. I would have oh, picked oh. a manga. I would have picked a manga. I would have brought in Trigun. But see, my my English teacher would have been like, that's a comic book. Yeah. Now, now graphic novels are, are literature, are high art or whatever. Um, number two on this list, by the way, is K-pop Twitter. <laughs> they're powerful. I don't know if they're bad. They're very powerful. I, I They are powerful. They will ruin. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'm not and I only them. I only say that because I don't want them getting on me. Um, number three, I'm just pissing off everyone. Number three is furry Twitter. <laughs> Although shout out to the guy who got paid by the Australian government to make personas for the Olympics. Got paid big money. Jeremy, I think we can both agree that none of Chris's top three would have been on our list, right? Correct. I mean, I don't okay. think I've dipped a toe into any of those things. Okay. None. Well, I'm, I think I might get closer to where you guys are now. Number four is like comic book movie blog Twitter. That's pretty bad. Like 80% of their posts are just like, Oh, Martin Scorsese doesn't think this is art, and it's a still from Thor Ragnarok. Like, <laughs> um, okay, so where I'm at, furries, Marvel. Um, I feel like going along with YA novels is kind of Western animation stands, like Steven Universe fans. I used to be able to say Homestuck is here, but nobody knows what Homestuck is anymore. Yeah, I haven't even gotten to politics Twitter or conspiracy theory Twitter. That's how bad my the top this like that's how bad I know the depths of Twitter to be. All right, Chris is obviously operating I'm corners. Of, I'm operating in corners of Twitter that Jeremy and I wouldn't even wouldn't even dump a puck into to to you know dump and chase. So, uh, Jeremy, <laughs> what is what is your list? Well, yeah, I think I have to deal with corners of Twitter that I'm familiar with that I'm just annoyed with, and yeah, that's fire. I, I guess politics Twitter is up there to a point where it's just like if I post anything political, I'm immediately turning off mentions and it's not because I don't want to hear the other side, which is always something, you know, if you block or mute someone, that's always what they say is, like, oh, you oh, you're so open minded, huh? You No, 
you just can't have a nuanced discussion on Twitter. If 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 you want to come have a beer with me and, and discuss politics, great. Um, but sometimes I use my Twitter as a little bit of venting about politics, and I've never it, it's never been a positive reaction that follows. Um, I, I think I'm only going to do three here, so that let's call that three. Let's call to uh, rank ranking Twitter in general, just ranking things. You know, you know what? No, I'm I'm changing it. It's like it. I, I made a tweet about it. The You're other just doing day. post it, formats. Yeah, like it, the, like yes. like take you you one can't yes. go. You have to leave yes. one. Yes, though that Twitter I freaking hate. It's stupid. One has to go. That's a, that's that's a term. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. no one's got no. Screw you. I can keep them all. I can eat but, any candy bar I want. I don't have to erase <laughs> Snickers from existence or but, anything. But Jeremy, how are you going to build the best lineup with only $15? $15? Yeah, no, fuck those two. Like, who cares? Uh, number one with the bullet is draft Twitter. NFL draft Twitter is the worst. Everyone now, is so sure of their own scouting skills. Everyone is so sure on the day of the draft that their team either blew it or is the smartest team in the world. Draft Twitter is stupid. Let's, let's talk about the draft three years after it happens and not talk about it anytime else. By the way, coming up after this, I think Ryan and I did want to talk about potential quarterbacks, but um, one has to did. one has to go Chris, Jeremy, or Ryan. That's an easy one to me. <laughs> That's so easy. I was going to say, Jeremy, is it just because you don't operate in those circles, or is it because you're just more in tune with draft Twitter because of you know your role at the site? But like, what about recruiting Twitter? Do you just not even engage with no, it? I don't. Recruiting is so gross and ugly. That's to me horrifying. That I, I've yeah, never been interested in it as a as a college football fan. I just I don't know. It, it's it's all murky and gross and dealing with sixteen and seventeen year olds and and getting emotional over that and yeah. I mean, obvi- obviously, like things like harassing athletes for performing bad Twitter is is horrible. But again, that's not something I really deal with much. Uh, real quick, I'll do my list. Number one is. NBA Twitter. It's awful because every time I click on an Adam Schefter tweet, the first reply is always LeBron. And it'll be a, it'll, it'll be a it'll, it'll be a football tweet. A, she- a Schefter tweet? Yeah, Schefter tweets always have LeBron replies. Always. Always. Either that I, or hold on, ratio Twitter sucks too. Yeah. Yes, I was going to say like what's this thing with everyone just saying ratio after every tweet? But you guys are doing know. replies. I'm doing Damn like kids. areas, areas of Twitter. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so so I, I'm gonna say number one is NBA Twitter because yeah. everybody's everybody, like as soon as the Pistons got the first pick, everybody starts dumping on Detroit, and they're like, oh, Kane like, doesn't want to go to Detroit. Detroit's ooh, a what can trash city. you know? Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder. They've got the picks to trade up to one. Yeah, or Damian Lillard becomes available, and they're like, how is he going to end up on the Lakers? They're going to trade KCP and Dennis Schroeder and get one of the best point guards in the NBA. Subset of this, and this is starting to infect sports talk radio as well, is draft machine conversations, too. It's like, here, I came up with this. You know, I can get this through trade machine, and I'm going to give you – I'm going to receive Damian Lillard, and you're going to receive a steaming pile of crap plus some draft picks. (laughs) Yeah, like that's a fair insane. trade and like hold the hold up like everyone it's, who's like oh yeah damian lillard for ben simmons i'm like have you considered that maybe portland doesn't fucking want ben simmons that they see this shit 
Yeah, it's terrible. Um, number two is hip hop Twitter. Hip hop Twitter is really bad because everything is about comparisons. And I don't think those people realize that compliments by comparison aren't actual compliments. And everything is, I, I think that's where a lot of, at least I get it, but I think it's a lot of the, it's either trash or it's incredible. And there's no in between. There's no nuance. There's no like Twitter, though. shit. I know that is Twitter at large, but like with hip hop Twitter, like yeah, it drives me nuts because because an album will drop and 10 minutes later, it's either trash or it's incredible. <laughs> and like it's like you haven't you haven't listened to two songs. It's it's insane. Um, but number one, uh, NBA Twitter two hip hop Twitter. And the third for the Twitter that I interact with is. Um, I know the third one's kind of tough. I. Can I give you an answer for you that should be your uh, number yeah, I one? one from John. I see one from John that I really agree with. Ryan's number one, yeah. whether he admits it or not, is Dan Orlovsky Twitter. I blocked him. <laughs> Hold the it off. <laughs> I, bl- I blocked him after the chip thing. It, it's not. I mean, it's it's horrible food takes. It's like pseudo inspirational crappy quotes. It's. And and now and now it's hot sports takes like three years ago, Dan Orlovsky Twitter was great. Like he was just like he, you know, he had his phone in front of a of NFL films thing and, and broke down what we saw and, and actually provided good a- analysis. And then ever since ESPN hooked him into whatever, you know, loud talking show he's on now, he's become he, he just he just leans into this weird personality that's like. I don't know, it's it, it's it's like he's. Kenneth the page, but, but dumber. That was the scraps.